Alrighty guys, welcome back to another episode of Brothers for Adversity. Um, I'm Sam. I'm... I just realized what? I, I forgot to do that on the last episode. It's cursed. No, no one no one listened to the last episode. No. You'll be cursed. <laughs> no, you're gonna no, want to just... listen to the last episode. It was super awesome. If you haven't listened to the last episode, I'd encourage you to listen to it now. It's a quick one, it's super good. Tommy dropped some uh, truth bombs. But anyways, I'm Sam. I'm Tommy. <laughs> and I'm Mitch. Alrighty, we got all three of us on this episode. Um, today we are going to be talking about something that I am, I think is huge and is like obvious at first thought, but I never applied to my life until recently. And that is the fact that Satan is real and has real power. Um, so before actually we dive into that, Mitch, can you go ahead and read our podcast summary? Also forgot to do that. Yep. My bad. For sure. Uh, Brothers for Adversity. In a world with increasing confusion, division, and distraction, it is no wonder that struggles with anxiety, depression, addiction, and feelings of, inad- of inadequacy are running rampant. While our challenges are unique, feelings of hopelessness, shame, and isolation are not. This podcast aims to bring insight and hope to those who feel alone and helpless. The fight ahead of us can often seem overwhelming, but brothers and sisters are born for adversity and anything is possible through the power of Jesus Christ. Solid. All right. So it's kind of funny because Mitch and I both talked to Tommy separately about this concept that like the power that comes from understanding that Satan is real and he has real power. So uh, Mitch, why do you think that has been so like important for you to realize recently in your life? It is really cool because I have had very, you know how like sometimes you have those like really um, important spiritual experiences in your life where you're like, whoa, God God wanted me to know this. Or like God wanted me to remember this. Or he wanted to teach me a certain lesson. There has been several times in my life where I've had a very specific experience where God was testifying to me that Satan has power. And it's just been really powerful to me to realize that because if I don't know that Satan has power and I don't have a testimony that he has power, then I'm not going to know how to combat him when he comes at me. So it's been really important for me just to know that God has power, know that Satan has power, but ultimately we need to know that God clearly has more power than Satan. I love that. And I, I agree totally. I think one of my biggest issues growing up was always that like, I understood God had power, but I would never give Satan the credit for his work and his power. So it was almost like I was like punching the air, trying to hit something to fight back. Um, And I think if we understand that Satan is real and is um, fighting against us, it it gives us a face and a target that we can start to attack and kind of make a game plan to combat. And then we don't feel, I think as worthless and stupid as as we feel. This is what I wrote. When we don't believe Satan is real, we have to assume that we are inherently bad. Um, When we then, oh, when we do believe he's real, we then can have hope that we aren't bad and that we are worth saving. I don't know why I like butchered that, but I think the point is, like if Satan isn't real, then any bad thought we have just means that we're a bad person that yeah. that would suck you know that that's like scary and i think that sometimes we say oh 
something bad happens. Oh, I can't believe I just had that thought. Like I'm awful. But then like something good happens and we're like, Oh God, like you're there or, or we don't, but yeah. Yeah. I, is it okay if I read this scripture? Yeah. Awesome. I'll read the scripture real quick because it, it really outlines this idea of God versus Satan. It's in uh, the Book of Mormon in Moroni, chapter 7, verse 12. It says, Wherefore, all things which are good cometh of God, which we know. And that which is evil cometh of the devil. For the devil is an enemy unto God, and fighteth against him continually, and inviteth and enticeth to sin, and to do that which is evil continually. Note that that which is evil comes from the devil, not from you. Because that, like was like always the source of my shame is anytime I made a mistake, I acted on uh, like like something Satan put in my way or temptation Satan put in my way. I would always blame a hundred percent myself. Yes, we're accountable for our decisions, but understand that I think, oh, I think we'll be surprised to find out that most of our like temptations or like bad thoughts or actions are rooted from Satan. In fact, all are right from that scripture. Yeah. Um, I guess I have a question for you guys. I haven't thought a ton about this, to be honest. Um, I, you guys have talked about it and I know you guys are both passionate about it and I've seen the, um, the application of understanding this and how it could be so useful, but I still haven't spent too much time thinking about it. Why do you think that, um, Satan doesn't want us to think he's real and how does he go about tricking us? You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah i think i think this is actually key uh when handling our mental health which you wouldn't i don't i don't always i haven't always put this together um because when i think of satan or the devil i just think of church topics i think of like church doctrine or something but in reality this has a lot to do with our mental health because like we were saying earlier any thought we have that's bad we're not going to think, oh, this thought comes from God. So it has you to mean come from, from, from us, Satan? Right? No, he doesn't. Yeah. Any bad thoughts That's not coming from God. It's oh, coming gotcha, from gotcha. what we think a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. When we have a bad thought, we don't think, oh, that thought's from God. Because oh, yeah. we know God teaches good, right? So if we don't think Satan is real, it's like we're saying earlier, we think, oh, this thought comes from me. And so I think Satan thinks that, or Satan knows that this is important because if he can put all of this bad stuff on us, it brings us down and we tear ourselves down and then he doesn't have to do anything, right? Because we're already telling ourselves that we're terrible or telling ourselves that we're not adequate. And he he just has to, he just gets to sit back and watch, watch us destroy ourselves. Opposed to if we do know that he's real, then we can deflect and say, this isn't me. I know that I don't want this bad thing to happen. I don't want to think these bad things. And Satan does. So then we're able to get rid of some of our guilt because we don't have to feel that guilt anymore of like, I keep doing this, I keep doing this bad thing. We can deflect some of that guilt onto Satan and think, okay, this isn't me, this isn't who I am, it's okay, and I'm going to learn how to avoid these thoughts and actions because I know they're coming from him, not from me. Yeah, it's so good. And that's so true. And I And Tom, you said like you haven't really like, started to apply this too much which i I think you have but um as far as how i apply this concept in my life um and why i love this idea so much and 
think it's important that we have an episode on the power of Satan. Um, one of the things I started to do is make it personal. You know, we have to develop a relationship with Jesus Christ. I think that's so, 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 so crucial. But I also think it's important to have a relationship with Satan and not a good relationship. That's a that's a weird word. Or, or maybe refuse to refuse, have a relationship. Or, yes, re- refuse. But I think you need to know who he is, right? Mm-hmm. You need to know who he is, how he acts in your life. Um, but one thing that uh, I've talked to Tommy a lot about this, I've started to do is take it very, very personal. And it sounds super cheesy and super dumb. I'm talking to myself. But in times where I feel a lot of temptation or like really down on myself, I'll be like, I'll, I'll say like, nice try Satan. Like, Hey, like try again later. Like not today or stuff like that. But if you really do take it personal when Satan tries to come at you, I think there's great power to be found in that. Well, you know, I think what you're saying about the whole relationship thing, I think sometimes he entices us to be his friend. Like he tricks us. He's like, Oh, but like, this is so fun. Look at this. It's awesome. Like whatever. Like, it's not that bad. Like he tries to build that relationship with us. And I think when we we realize that he is real and he's like hey man and you're like no we're not friends yeah don't have the i I don't want i was just hung up yes on the relationship word i have a relationship with saying like you would on a guy who's trying to bully you and you're not having any of it that's the type of relationship you should have because that's what's really trying to happen there's no relationship there right i mean it's, it's really just uh like a denial of a relationship. That's what I think it is. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. If yeah, I, denial of relationship. Same concept. The concept is don't underestimate Satan. Yeah, that's a good point, Sam. Um, you have anything to add to that, Mitch? Um, I was just, I was just remembering actually. This is something me and Tommy both, me and Tommy were um, talking to our friend James Camp before, right before he left on his mission. And I remember James telling us, this is one of those times in my life where I just really felt the spirit. And James said, man, guys, like, it's crazy how much Satan has been coming at me and tempting me, like, leading up to me leaving on my mission. And I was just like, oh, whoa, like, I need to be aware of that. And I actually read a quote this week um, that says, Satan directs his most strenuous opposition at the most important aspects of Heavenly Father's plan of happiness. And so I think that's also just so important to remember that the times when we think we're doing so good and like we're doing these good things, that's when we really need to be on our guard and be like, okay, I know Satan's going to come at me because I'm doing something that he doesn't want me to do. That's interesting. Yeah, my bishop told me that once. He said, Tommy, anytime you start feeling like good and like you feel like life has figured out and, and everything's like working, he's like, be super ultra careful. Like when we're living the covenant path, like that's when we need to be careful mm-hmm. guys i just had an aha moment <laughs> um i'm sitting here and i'm listening to you guys and i don't know i'm start feeling this like like inadequacy i'm like with these two guys that i idolize who are so good at expressing their feelings and just so on par and in my mind i start thinking really negative about myself and then it kind of just hit me i'm like i'm literally recording an yeah. episode about the power of satan right and i was like Nice try, <laughs> Satan. You're going to have to try a little bit harder to get me, but no. But <laughs> it's really so funny. subtle. It's so subtle because I literally just caught myself just now, 10 seconds ago, That's so feeling the power of Satan. And now that I've I've said it and I feel so much, so much, so much, so much better about yeah. it. 
That's huge. Recognizing man. that it's Satan, just like way off my shoulders. Because I seriously, I'm sitting here like doodling on a paper because I feel dumb. And like, <laughs> and it, it, it's subtle. And it happens, I think, without us recognizing it. So mm-hmm. it's important, I think, to take a step back and really assess where your thoughts are coming from. I love that. That was so interesting, Sam, for me, because we had, me and Mitchell had a similar experience. We, we did record an episode on After the Trial of Your Faith. And we were like, so when the trial comes, it's going to be hard. And like, you're delivered after you go through that. And then like, right as we planned that episode, we started recording and we're like, this sucks. We can't even do it. And we were like about to give up. And then we were like, wait. (laughs) And then we like recorded the episode and ended up being good. And we're like, wow, like after the trial. And then, then we realized we're like, what the heck? Like, and it's so interesting. Like we learned the concept and then we have to apply it a million times. Yeah. Satan's a sly guy. Dude, what a slime ball. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Okay, it's actually so fun. I love that you said that, Sam. Like, how you were mentioning, like, it sounds goofy to be like, not today, Satan, like, get out of here. But it it feels so powerful. And, like, I know it sounds goofy and you feel goofy, but, like, I love that. And we've been, I think us three have been saying it more recently. Mm -hmm. Like, one of my favorite things. I know what you're saying. Me was my mission president. He said, if you want to. He's like, if you want uppercut Satan in the face, like go talk to someone about Jesus Christ. And I was like, uh, yeah, I want uppercut Satan. In the face. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it, like it feels so good to say that. Like, and if you deliberately think like I'm gonna punch Satan in the face today and I'm gonna go do something good, I'm gonna go read my scriptures right now. He's gonna hate it. Like, it feels so good that you're like, you're you're. It makes the, the battle feel real. It feels really real because you're like, I, I have this opponent. This is me attacking him. When, like, we don't do that as much, it's just him attacking us. We kind of just take it. And even if we kind of resist, it's like we're not fighting back. And I just love the example. Like, Christ, I think of Christ and Moses. I, they both say the same thing in the scriptures where they say, get thee hence, Satan. And I, I love that line. Like, I've said that before sometimes where I feel tempted to do something I know I shouldn't. And I'm just like get the hand saying like it just feels so cool and so powerful i'm just like i am battling this this dude and i I just love it well you know i feel like the last place satan wants to be is like in the spotlight or like on our minds you know like out Mm -hmm. in the open satan doesn't want to be in the open i think there's power in like saying his name like Get out of here, Satan. Yeah, like as soon as you recognize him, he's like, oh crap, he he got me. Yeah. You know? I kind of almost think of like Lord Voldemort. Like people are afraid to say like Voldemort and then like, you know, the people who really want to stick it to him, they'll say his name. They're yeah. not afraid. Yeah. So, that's But no, that's so true. We were talking about this before and this came to me, Mitchell was saying like a prayer before this and I don't know why this thought came to my mind. Like Satan wants to think that it's us on this earth. There's no God, there's no me. Like there's no Satan. And I think the reason for that is because, like, he wants us to, he doesn't really care. He just wants us to think it's us. Because if we have, you know, good thoughts and we start killing it and we're, like, winning at life and we think it's us, we get prideful. And then if, you know, we start thinking we're bad, then we get depressed and, like, hopeless. I think it doesn't really matter. He just wants us to feel like all these thoughts are yours. The good ones, the success, the, the bad. And I think that once we understand that like this isn't about us, there's two bigger powers at work here. We're so insignificant. So I'm just going to turn to the to the better power. That's when it starts to like, we really start to have power over it. Because we're like, I'm not scared of you, Satan. It's scary when you're like a mortal, like when you're just a, 
a kid, you're like, oh, well, Satan's scary. But when it's like, I'm not scared. Like, I'm just picking the right. I'm picking Jesus Christ. He's going to kill you. Yeah. Sorry. That was yeah. vulgar. <laughs> no, no, awesome. It's awesome. You want to stay humble and successful, then you have to acknowledge the power of both sides pulling at you and understand who's the winning side, Jesus Christ, and the loving side also, Jesus right. Christ. And that's such a cool, I think for me, like that's where my confidence has started to, to take off a little bit is like every day, you know, I'm like, I killed it. And then I'm like, wait, we killed it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, like, that's awesome. I think I like, y- and then the more I start to see it, the more like gratitude I feel. And this is from multiple times of like, being like, oh, it's God, and then start being like, oh, it's me, it's me, it's me, and then I crash, and then it's like, oh, it's God, and I think I'm finally starting to understand, like, no, it's just God, and um, yeah, yeah, that's so cool. I love it. It's so awesome that no matter where you're at on your path, God will always take you on his team. Like, he always will. Anytime you ever think about him, he's like, ready, he's like, yeah, like, you're on my team, let's do this, and I think of like, if we're if we're on the line, right, and we can either go to the left side closer, and we can go to the right side closer to God. No matter how, like how far towards the side we're on, if we're facing God's side and at least moving in that direction, like we're in a good place. Even though we might be far on the left, but we're at least looking towards God and moving in that direction. He's going to take us on his team, and we're going to be in a good place. Nice try, Satan. That's exactly what I was I saying. Know, I know. I saw you. I put my finger up I to say it. I saw you. And I was going to say it because I knew you were going to say it. Oh. Bro, Mitch, be, uh, Satan be trying to glitch out your audio over the phone. And me and Sam look at yeah. each other. We lock eyes. We're like, you thought. Dude, you sly dog. You stole my line. I know. Sorry. No, well, it's I, all right. I just wanted you to know that I knew it because I knew you knew I it. I did like that. Yes. You know, I wanted see. Same page. And God's like, these boys get it. <laughs> All right, sorry. This is such a goofy episode, bro. No, no. I, I hope you guys heard what Mitchell said. If not, go back and listen to it a couple more times. You'll piece it together. It was very powerful. <laughs> Mitch, that was a great point. Um, I love that analogy. It's really cool. Or like image, I guess. So that was a... We just had a little intermission because Mitch was glitching out. Satan got mad. We had some gospel <laughs> jokes. <laughs> we were talking about how our gospel humor is top-notch. But I feel like it could be maybe offensive for some people. I don't think so. I think it's fine. We just joke about how Satan has no... He can't handle this. You can joke about Satan. You can? Yes, totally legal. But then he makes our phone all glitchy. (laughs) Legal. (laughs) (laughs) All right, yeah. So you guys missed out on it. But anyway, uh, what were we talking about? Um, I think what Mitch was trying to say is he wanted us to talk about our California... Oh, yeah, Mitch, rerun that back. Yeah, so I, I just I just wanted you guys to talk a little bit a little bit about how um, when we started recording in California, everything was like going wrong, and we couldn't find out way to like make the sound sound good. And like, I just yeah, I just want you guys to talk about like that experience and the barriers we had to get through, and then finally it worked out. See, that reminds me of after the trial of your faith that episode. I think it's the second episode, and yeah. I have struggled with that my whole life. But I'm telling you, like. Now in my life, as I keep that principle in mind, and Satan has power too, like it's all kind of related, but I remember being so demoralized and feeling like, okay, this isn't going to work. We came all the way down here. Now, like everyone's losing their like momentum. We're not going to figure it out. And then like finally, like having that moment where I recognized what was going on. Same thing when you realize Satan was on you and it's like, 
oh, okay, after the trial of my faith, I'm like, well, let me go through the trial and it's going to work out. And you did. And, and now, like, as I've done that, like, the more things that go wrong, I'm like, oh, perfect. Here it goes. Like, I'm going to do this and it's going to be, like, not perfect, but then it's going to work out and I'm going to learn a lot and whatever. And the more I do that, and so I think it's the same thing with Satan. Like, the more you start calling him out, you start being like, oh, yeah, that's Satan. And then you come to Christ and you stick it to him. And then you have this experience where you're like, wow, like that's actually what it was. Because at first you just don't believe it. You're like, oh, placebo. Oh, that was lucky. All this stuff. But then it happens three or four or five or six times. And you're like, that's it. So I think like logistically, like tactically, how do you, how do you start overcoming like Satan's voice is you recognize it, you call it out, and then you come to Christ and you do that. And then you'll start building more and more confidence and you'll start seeing it more clearly and clearly. Two things I want to say. Satan and um, like God will speak to us in our own voice, which is kind of confusing sometimes. I think so. It's important to realize that if you hear yourself say something or think something, that that can still be Satan. Mm-hmm. And two, Tommy, you kind of hinted at this, but I think we can really get the full power of this concept for every time we call out Satan, we think our Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ for their great plan and love. Mm -hmm. And I think you combine those two things and you try to do it every single chance you can. I can be so much better at that. I'm sure we all can. Um, I think you're going to... And for the first, you know, months of your life trying to... You're not going to even feel like it's working. You're going to catch it like once a month. I mean, that's how it felt for me is like you never... It's not like you're just going to be like, okay, I'm going to do this. It's like, don't... And don't try to do it overnight. Just... Try to be aware, and and I think God will guide you in, in knowing what's you and what's him and what's what's Satan eventually. I love that. Mitch, anything else you want to say? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess our challenge is just to call Satan out, call him out. And if you feel like you're in a really tough spot, you're not sure if you know what we're talking about, you can reach out to us, like email us, call us, DM us on Instagram. And we'll, we'll help you find, you know, where Satan's trying to impede you in your life. We'll, we'll call him out for you, and we'll call him out together. And we would love to do that. So, I mean, yeah, our email is brothers at brothersforadversity.com. Brothers at brothersforadversity.com. Mitch, you got a little glitchy there. Oh, did you say it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but email it. We'd be more than happy to just talk about it, you know, help you guys see that. It's not you that's bad. It's Satan, and he, he wants us to fail. He wants you to think you're bad. And just we just we'd love to help you figure that out and just see the good um, in you and help you see that God has more power. Yeah, that's a great message. Um, just real quick about the email, we'll try to get back to you guys as soon as possible. Um, but we do meet every Sunday, and we do like to talk together about our responses because we all kind of tag team off each other and feel like that's when we can get the best responses so sundays we'll for sure get back to you guys and if we uh if you need us though we can we respond anytime throughout the week yeah um and then the other thing last thing um we want to hear from other people um if, if you feel like we've been like posting little short clips on instagram just some of the thoughts we've had and um we feel like that there's so many other people with such good insight. Um, so if anyone feels prompted or feels like they want to share something they've learned, 
Um, send us a short, like two or three minute clip and we'll post it on the Instagram, um, for people to hear. I think that that'd be a good thing. So if anyone wants to participate, um, yeah. Anything else guys? I think that's all. Thanks for listening guys. We love you. You got this. Peace out.